What is up, everybody? My name is Lex. That is Steven. You are now tuned in once again to the Awkward Side Hug Podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome, welcome. And Steven, how are you doing this time around? How are you doing today? So I'm I'm pretty pretty good. Um other than I think this is our like twelfth take trying to get this get this yeah, going here. Yeah. Um we were having some technical difficulties, but it looks like um we solved the problem here. So I'm excited to be be here right now, um, getting this episode knocked out. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, because we've had internet issues in the past. I've had inter- internet issues in the past, mainly past episodes, and uh, it results in like, oh, a retake, maybe like a third take, or um, one time it's only ever been bad to the point where we had to like reschedule. But no, yeah, you, you weren't exaggerating. Literally like almost 12 takes, I think, this time, but I think... I think I'm feeling good about this one. Uh, knock on wood. My fa- my favorite one was when you looked dead in the <laughs> yeah. camera and said, my internet's working great right now. And then your whole screen just froze. <laughs> yeah. and, and then you were kicked. So um, that was pretty funny. I agree. That's the best but, one. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I'm excited to be here today. Um, I actually have a cool little story that I, I wrote down in my, in my notes app. Mm-hmm. Um, on my phone because I thought it was so hilarious. So I go to, you know, Stater Brothers or the market. I go, you know, when, when on the weekends to go get like the little random items that we need that they don't sell like at Costco and Sam's. Mm-hmm. And so um, I decided to go while my, my kids were taking a nap. So I go by myself and, you know, it, the grocery store is down the street for me. I, you know, I drive down the street and I have this bad habit of leaving my wallet in my car like i don't take it out with me everywhere i go yeah like only if i'm like oh yeah you know i'm gonna need it but for this time i don't know where my my head was at but i drive over down the street you know i pull up park and i do the three taps you know i tap to check for my phone my wallet my keys Mm -hmm. and i realize oh damn i left my wallet in my car and i'm like i don't want to have to go back and then you know make a round trip again to come back so I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm going to have to add my card to my Apple wallet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, I'm not fond of the Apple wallet. I know it's very convenient, but I just, there's something about having my credit card information on my phone. Um, I don't know. It could be silly or whatever. It's just my preference. But I said, you know what? I'm just going to add it because I don't want to go back. Right. So I know my card by heart, my debit card. So I entered, you know, all my information and it was in there, um, ready to go. I even went on the Stater Brothers uh, website to make sure that they took Apple Pay because I didn't want to get to the front. And they're like, <laughs> oh, no, we don't take yeah. Apple Pay. Sorry. And then, you know, I have to walk away with a cart full of groceries just there that they had to go put back. So I go in there. I grab one of the little carts. And, and you know, I do my shopping. I got my list. I'm knocking things out. And uh, the whole time, I'm just like, damn, this better work. This better work. Like, I'm just anxious. Mm-hmm. So I finally get to, you know, the front of the line, and um, I'm there. She's scanning everything. Before she starts scanning, though, I do, you know, another verification that, hey, you guys take Apple Pay. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, we take Apple Pay. Um, she was pretty she, – she was a younger cashier. So she looked at me like, yeah, we take Apple yeah, Pay. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, cool. So, you know, it comes time to pay, and I guess, you know, you put your phone up there, and you, like, double tap or whatever. 
And so I was just like so blown away by like how easy mm-hmm. it was to use Apple Pay. And, you know, like I'm feeling good right now. I'm like, yeah, I got these groceries on Apple Pay. You know, I pull my card up right there at the front of the door where all the cards are because um, I, I don't I only have a couple bags so I can carry them all to the car. And as I'm pulling up to the cart area, you know, I, I park my cart there and this older lady, you know, with, with gray hair, you know, you can tell she's she's an older lady. And she walks in and she's like, oh, is that a good cart? <laughs> and I look her down the eyes. I'm like, one of the best carts I've ever used. And we're looking at each other. And I gave her the, and I left some gas in the tank for you. <laughs> and we just look at each other and smile. And oh my goodness, that was probably my my most dad moment I've ever had. <laughs> but I just was so in like the groove of, you know, paying with Apple Pay for the first yeah. time. And, you know, the cart that I had was amazing. It was just the moment to throw it down. I threw it down and, you know, it was just, it was probably the highlight of my day that day. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was like a, oh. uh, cause I'm sure like, like you just said, the sort of the, the worry, right. That, that you had the entire time was the Apple pay. And so once you were able to get back past like that transaction, I'm sure you just felt on top of the world and you're like, you know what, I'm about to like freestyle like the, the best one liners ever about this, uh, this car, small talk, you know, uh, just like we just talked about. And, and I've been. I've been holding that one in for like the perfect moment and it just, it was like, so like flawless and natural, like, (laughs) and and I'm sure I made her day too, you know, so. Oh man. Oh yeah. That's, um, it's funny. Uh, Right. When you said carts, um, it reminds me of something I wanted to talk about, which was, uh, first jobs. And so I'm sure, I'm sure as, as soon as you hear like, uh, those stories of like, uh, whether you hear about like celebrities talking about their first jobs, oh, working at a subway or athletes, right? Like, oh, I used to work at a McDonald's or this and this, that. Yeah, it took me back to like my first job, which was actually cart pushing. So I used to push carts uh, way back in the day. And yeah, dude, it just reminded me of like uh, taking it back to like just how I felt like post high school, right? Like just out of like high school graduation, you know, like, uh, I attempted college back then, but it, it was also like time to like, you know, like as I enrolled in like community college, I also had to get a job. And I remember, I'm not sure if it was because it was hard to get a job yet. I, I don't think that came until like t- two years after that. Cause I got my first job in 2008 and in 2010, that's when I had like my, the most difficulty ever acquiring a job because of just like everything that was going on there. But, um, but for some reason, I, I had maybe applied to like a handful of jobs. But the one that called back was like the farthest job from my house, probably the worst job from my house, and maybe even like the worst position. Uh, it didn't even say cart pusher, right? I think I applied for like stockmen. So I was like, oh, stockmen. I think that's the people who like, you know, restock the shelves or something like that, right? Like at, at this Walmart. So sure enough, it was like a Walmart location that was. 20 plus miles away from my house so like but because this was like my first job i was like oh i'm I'm just gonna have to say yes right like i get there like for this stockman job and turns out like you know during the interview i find out it's just like pushing carts (laughs) and uh yeah yeah stocking the carts yeah and no yeah so like that's why i remember where i was like just everything about like my first job experience was like just wild like it it was bad because i you know did the interview they just needed people in general so like they hired me and I'm not sure if straight from the interview or if I had to like bring some documents 
And then straight from there, they said like, oh, like this will be kind of like a one hour or two hour shift, but bring your documents or whatever that like that you need or whatever. I brought whatever I like. I thought it was just gonna be like another interview type of thing where I had to like file some paperwork. But then they were like, okay, well, if you'd like, you could go meet so-and-so up in the front and uh, yeah, start, you know, uh, so- like uh, stocking carts for the for the remainder of your shift, right? And like this whole paperwork thing, if it was like a one or two hour shift, it took like an hour and a half. So I was only going to be out there in the front for like 30 minutes. But I was like, oh, this is going to be my first shift. But it was, it felt so wild because like, dude, no one's training me to do anything. So I was like, it, like, it just felt like it was just like my dumbass out there. Like, oh, like taking two carts at a time because i didn't know how to stack them just yet and like push like you know a good like seven to ten at a time and uh and yeah that was was just like the it was just all like an awkward moment or an awkward phase for me like the whole uh accepting the job 20 plus miles away from from my house it's a cart pusher position even the first shift was weird and like i wasn't even trained until like the the second shift but um but no, yeah, I I I definitely have like a, a couple other things to say about that. But as far as like my my first job experience, but when you think of your first job, Stephen, what 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 do you think of? Man, I got my first job when I was almost seventeen, so I was like sixteen and a half. <clears throat> and uh, my first job was uh, a cashier at Panda Express because I knew somebody that worked there, and they were able to get me a job. And man, what a time! What a time! <laughs> Panda Express. I have to admit, though, Panda Express. Um, they they actually their food is actually made fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, nothing is frozen. Nice. Like the chicken and everything, the vegetables. They all come in every day, and uh, or every other day, and you know that's all prepped and everything in the store. So it's actually you know really fresh. That's good uh, to compared hear. to you know like other fast food places. So if you're ever worried about that, like don't worry. But Panda Express was my first job. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, it was actually a pretty chill gig. Um, they gave you free food. So, you know, I I was a a 16, almost 17 year old kid. I was, you know, broke, you know, I'm working a minimum. Well, actually they didn't pay minimum wage. They paid a couple dollars over minimum wage. So it was pretty good. But, um, you know, still I, I didn't have a lot of money and so they gave you free food. So I would show up to work 30 minutes before work, eat. And then I'd have some more food on my lunch. So I'd basically eating like dinner because I worked the night shift because I had school nice. during the day. But uh, it was a pretty good, pretty good gig. Um, actually, I have a special uh, for the visual folks. <laughs> I have my uh, <laughs> name tag from Panda Express. The reason I kept this name tag was you got 20% off um, when you took your name tag to like Panda, like any yeah. Panda. But uh, I didn't eat Panda for two years after I uh, stopped working there. Mm-hmm. Funny story is, and, and you know, I'm 16 again, going to be 17. I worked at Panda for maybe eight months, but mm-hmm. I would go and pick up my check, right? every or I can't remember if we got paid every Friday or every other Friday, but I'd go and pick up my check on Fridays. And probably, it was probably about a month or two we got a new manager, uh, very strict guy, like horrible leader, you know, what you think of a fast food, you know, manager, general manager, and those Panda managers get paid really well if you uh, look it up, uh, but they get paid obviously on how your store performs. So anyways, this guy was really mean, um, you know, and I'm just a high school kid and there's a couple other like right out of high school people and, you know, that work there and nobody really liked him, but <laughs> anyways, um, 
I go pick up my check. I walk in. I go get my check. It's probably around 12 o'clock, and I work that day around like 4. And he gives me my check, and he looks at me, and he's like, okay, I'm going to see you later, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll see you later. And that was the last time I ever saw him. I didn't go to my shift that night. Never went back. Like I said, it was two years after I that day until I went back to that Panda Express before I had Panda Express. And uh, now, today, fast forward today, I have Panda Express quite often. So nice. moral of the story is Panda Express is really good. <laughs> so, yeah, nice. Oh, man. Were you ever the type um, where if you work at a certain place, whether you loved it before working there, was it kind of hard to like continue going to Panda Express like while you were working there or like any other job that, that you could think of? like kind of hard to be like a customer of that place while you're working there? I wouldn't say it was hard, but like since I ate for free, like, and I worked three or four days a week, it was like I was already going there, like eating. So um, Mm -hmm. like on my days off, I wouldn't go there because obviously you don't go to your work on your days off, right? Like, exactly. but um, you know, when I worked or when, you know, I had shifts, like I said, I'd show up early and eat and then, you know, eat on my lunch. And um, back then, this is just like a little side note, but they used to have Kung Pao shrimp. And it was so good, and they discontinued it, and I was really sad because <laughs> it nice. was it wasn't fried shrimp; it was actual like shrimp cooked in the wok. You know, it wasn't like deep fried mm-hmm. battered shrimp. So, and it tasted exactly. Nice. I mean, it was kung pao, so it was like exactly like the kung pao chicken, but shrimp. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so good. That just sounds just good. bringing back memories, making my mouth all watery. <laughs> yeah. But uh, after I quit that job, I uh, it's funny I actually. Got a job at uh, Jack in the Box again for you visual mm-hmm. folks out there. Nice. <laughs> I get my Jack in the Box um, name tag. Um, I actually you don't get any like discount, you know, taking your your name yeah. tag to Jack in the Box if you're wondering. But uh, Jack in the Box was pretty cool. Is is everything that you hear about Jack in the Box is true? Mm-hmm. You know, like it is a place you know full of yak in the box you know yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it's it pretty literal plain and simple like it is yak in the box you know and <laughs> um again the 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 leadership and, and your like management like there is exactly what you would expect it to be for fast food mm-hmm. um people are really mean too by the way <laughs> just throwing that out there like customers customers or? yeah they treat you like oh, you uh like they treat you worse than than like a stepkid, you know, like it's really, yeah, it, it's really bad. Like, and, and I think, you know, we touched on this. It's like Harry Potter's uncle. Yeah. Basically I was Harry Potter every shift. Um, <laughs> yeah, they just, they were just mean, you know? And like, I don't That's know why wild. you would be mean to people that handle your food. Like luckily we, you know, even though, you know, we were young kids or whatever, like, I mean, at least back then, I don't know what it's like now. Cause mm-hmm you know, times are different, but, um, yeah, you know, we, we wouldn't mess with people's food or anything, but like they, yeah. they were, they were pretty mean sometimes. Um, that sucks. I guess, I guess a highlight though, again, so I, I go from working at Panda 16 to 17. So here I am kind of like 17 to 18, almost 18. Mm-hmm. Or I might've just turned 18, but I worked graveyard shift for a little bit, you know, extra hours. And so there was this, and, and right by this Jack in the Box, like down the street, there was like a, a club. So I'd work graveyard Friday and Saturday nights. 
and you know there's this club down the street and what do people do after they get done clubbing and they're all drunk they go straight to to jack Jack in the box and so it was me um you know the the shift lead and then Mm -hmm. a cook right and i I helped out on the fryer and putting the orders together and so Mm -hmm. this car pulls up to the drive-thru again I'm, i'm about to be 18 like i'm i'm wet behind the ears still (laughs) <laughs> and the shift leader, he was probably like his early 20s, like 23, 24. He calls me and the cook over, right? And the cook is this older Mexican gentleman, speaks very poor English, but very funny guy, like hilarious. Yeah. We go over there to the window and the, the guy's like, hey, she's going to flash us for a large soda. <laughs> and like, I'm very like naive at that. You know, I'm like, yeah. you know, like I haven't had real world experience. So I'm like is she really like where and then i look in the back and there's like three girls sitting in the back seat and the one in the middle turns to us and sure enough for a freaking large soda she pulls up her top and shows us you know her breasts (laughs) and so i'm speechless because i'm like you know like oh shit right yeah and then the the freaking cook looks at me with the biggest smile on his face he goes oh nice (laughs) and oh man this was probably like it was like maybe like 1 30 almost two o'clock so my shift was over at three so like the last hour of my shift i'm like on a high you know like i'm not tired i'm like you know it's like best day ever at that point right so that was probably like my best shift at jack in the box um, but you know, I, I eventually left that place and mm-hmm. technically, you know, I still work there because I didn't get fired and I didn't officially quit. They just, oh. you know, stopped putting me on the schedule and, yeah. um, like I, I didn't get hours and then I just found another job. So, um, <laughs> this was, this was back, you know, like right as high school ended, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, I graduated when I was 17 for for everybody out there i'm a late end of the year birthday so i graduated when i was 17 and then i didn't turn 18 until like four months after we graduated so Hmm. um nice little transition there but uh moral of the story is fast food work is exactly what you would think it is if you've never worked fast food and for those of you that are listening and have worked fast food i know you can relate with like just how horrible it was um I, I get surprised though, like, and I know maybe I'm just old now. <laughs> I mean, like older, but yeah. like the the kids that work at the fast food places now, like, I'm like, I think to myself, like, was I really like that, like, <laughs> airheaded and like out in space? Like, I just feel like it's not the same. And I don't know. That, like I said, that could just be me getting old. But like, I yeah. when, when I go to you know order things like at a drive through or even inside. I carefully, you know, say things slow on purpose, not like slow to the point where I'm like condescending, but slow where I'm clear, you know, like I would like a large this, or I would like a number this, you know, and I make sure to like say it clear and concise, right? (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. like I'm interviewing for a job. (laughs) And so like when, when, you know, when things come out wrong, it's like really annoying. (laughs) And, but being, being from that, you know, um, background, like yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit nicer, you know, when, when my stuff That's comes good. out wrong, um, except McDonald's, you know, I don't eat McDonald's a lot, 
but it seems that every time that I do go to McDonald's, like they just want to test me, you know, <laughs> they want to test me. Test your might. And, and I have a story. Like I, I went to McDonald's. Um, I took my son to swim. He, he does swimming lessons on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So we went to do swim. And then after swim, we stopped at McDonald's on the way home just to pick up, you know, some breakfast real quick. Cause I didn't feel like cooking. Mm-hmm. And I go and I order, you know, all the, all the meals and everything. And then I look at my receipt. I like to get receipts and look at them and see what I got and make yeah. sure that they got my order right and everything. Because McDonald's, like I said, they like to play with me. They like to test me, <laughs> but on my receipt, it shows that I ha- I paid almost $5 for two small orange juices, right? And I'm thinking orange juice mm-hmm. comes with a meal, right? You think orange juice comes with a meal for breakfast? I would think so. But I'm almost mm-hmm. paying $5 for two small orange juices, like upgrades <clears throat> to the meal. And then mm-hmm. I look, and the other meal I upgraded to a large drink, like a large soft drink, and it was only $0.30 cents more. So I asked the I asked the girl. She was young. And she had purple hair. I have to throw that out there too because that's a big indicator of, oh uh, shit, here comes you know a wrong order. Um, all you all you Chipotle workers, uh, <laughs> there's always at least one person at Chipotle that has purple hair. Um, and I'm not being, <laughs> I'm not trying to be. Uh, what's the word? Uh, I'm not trying to be mean. Okay, <laughs> just these are observations <laughs> I make as you know. As I go places, I, I like to people watch. My background's in sociology, so I like to just watch what people yeah. do. But a lot of purple-haired people here at, I am. Uh, at Chipotle, though. <laughs> yeah, see, right? Am I right? Like, think about the last <laughs> that's true, that's everybody. True. <laughs> think about the last time you went to Chipotle, or the next time you go to Chipotle. There's going to be somebody there with either purple hair, or some turquoise hair, or some pink hair, some different wild color hair. Okay. Um. But anyways, I asked her, like, "Hey, like, I'm just curious, like." <laughs> You know, do you get charged full price for these orange juices or like, is it just an upgrade? And she looked yeah. at the receipt and then she looks at me, looks back at the receipt, looks at me kind of like with a smile and says, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. The prices are crazy right now. And like, I'm like, okay, like <laughs> you didn't answer my question. Like, I'm like, yeah, I get the prices are crazy right now, but like, are you charging me an upgrade or like, uh, you know, so I asked her again, like, is it an upgrade or? And then she goes, oh, like, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not too sure. Like, it's just it's just weird right now. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, instead of, like, dying on that hill, I'm just going to pay the money for the freaking orange juice and be on my so I'm, I'm going through a lot right now, and uh, I'm just not taking Seriously. any questions. And... <laughs> and then they freaking park me on the side, you know? They, they want to oh, park yeah. me on the side. That's the worst. Lex knows about McDonald's because, you know, that's your yeah. that's your iced coffee spot right there, right? No, yeah, St- Steven cat like uh i'm like embarrassed like weekly he catches me just like hopping out of my car and uh and you know just like uh clutching a at least an iced coffee from mcdonald's maybe like a a little something extra like a mcchicken or whatever but yeah i i do indulge more often than i'd like but uh no yeah i feel like no matter what you order it's always going to be like hey can you park at stall number three for me (laughs) you know like they always like have to send us to the the parking there (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't matter what you order. Yeah. You can order an ice cream cone. They're gonna send you to stall one <laughs> yeah. or two over there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, For real, you try to order a compliment. They're just like, "Oh, can you go over to stall number one?" <laughs> they come out. It's like, "Hey, you look great today." And since we're since I'm on the hour of just venting right now about all the bad stuff <laughs> that happens, they they ask you, "Is there any sauces you want in your bag?" And every time I say yes, you know, because you know, usually I'm with my kids and I'm getting chicken nuggets or mm-hmm. some, you know some kids meal yeah. 
yes, can I have barbecue sauce and can I have ketchup? And what happens when, when they come out and give me my bag while I'm sitting there at stall number three waiting? <laughs> There's freaking no ketchup and no barbecue sauce every <laughs> single time. I don't know how hard it is to put ketchup and barbecue sauce in a bag, but this is kind of where I'm just like, I I understand a living wage, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not okay. gonna I'm not gonna turn the corner too much. <laughs> but you know where I'm going with this, so um, I'll like, just say you you have like you understand the best of both worlds in this situation because you come from like the fast food like uh, experience, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're a father, so it's like you probably understand like kind of both things of like okay, well if they ask me to put something in the bag, I'll put it in the bag, right? Condiments or whatever, but. I think from like the other side, the fatherhood side, um, would you be able to kind of like explain it to us? Like how, how successful would it be if you were just like, oh, no worries. I'll just drive off anyway without condiments. Do you think it would be like a successful day? No, no, that ruins <laughs> my whole day. Um, yeah. But I don't want people to think I go to McDonald's like all the time. You know, this is like <laughs> once or twice a month, maybe only because like that's how like I bribe my son to do things. When I eat <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a four year old. Who like, you know, if I say, hey, like, if we do this, we'll go to McDonald's, you know, this weekend, you know, so um, I I do use it as a bribery tool. So it is nice. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just crave like a nasty burger, (laughs) if that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty good. I feel it. I feel it. With with these job experiences, um sort of i had like the the nightmarish scenario at walmart uh where i kind of later realized like you know sometimes it's not even the people it's just like just the way walmart is run was just horrible and and, like it's one of those systems where they have like a store manager and then like assistant managers so like three or four or five or six assistant managers then there's area managers under each assistant manager and then it's like so by the time like if you imagine like by the time it got to me as like a cart pusher, I was like the lowest of the ladder. And so just everyone just yells downwards. And, and so it was just like the worst system ever. So it wasn't even like the customers that were horrible, horrible, at, like at retail. But, um, and you know, even my coworkers, like a lot of them were awesome. But uh, uh, it's just those like, if you imagine there's like a good 15 to 20 manager types of positions at Walmart, even if there's like 15, 10 to 15 good managers, there's still like those like five to 10, like just POSs, right? That, that kind of just ruined the, it sounds, the, the it sounds like yeah. everybody was a manager except you. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. You're the only yeah, there was 20 employee there. There's 21 employees there and I was the only non-manager, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like coming from these experiences, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you a kind of rifle off a few uh, circumstances, right? That kind of like that. What if experience of what if, we had to go back and 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 sort of like redo it. Like, would would we uh, would we choose another thing, or would we say yes, uh, yes or no to like certain types of fields? So, um, I think for you, uh, it, it, for this first one, fast food, since that was already already your experience. If you had to like redo it, like that, uh, eighteen years old, uh, first entry level job, just to getting job experience, um, would you work in fast food again? as an 18 year old i i would but i would like i would probably work at a better establishment like in and out or oh. chick-fil-a um, they treat their employees very well you have a very good like road to um like 
I guess not success, but a road to move up. You know, you just won't be stuck as a cashier. If you choose to move up, they actually make really good money when you get into management. I mean, personally, I wouldn't want to do that. It seems like too much like headache Um, just because fast food in general, people are mean. When I say people, I just mean like (laughs) regular, you know, civilians. Exactly. Um, The customers are angry. Yeah. 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 They're just, they're just, they're really mean sometimes. Like sometimes even as like me, just like ordering as a regular person and like the person in front Mm -hmm. of me is like giving the kid a hard time. I'm like, dude, like just relax. Like you're going to, you're going to get your chicken sandwich. Like it's not that serious. Yeah. But when you're hungry though, I mean like, you know, there's like, you know, two sides to a coin, you know, when you're hungry, you just want somebody to just say, give me my food. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I would I would definitely do it again as a first job. Mm-hmm. But you would probably just be like a little pickier as far as like the the establishment. Yeah, like Panda was cool. Like I said, they paid above mm-hmm. minimum wage. It wasn't really yeah. that easy though to move up. But I mean, they paid like three or four dollars over minimum wage. I think minimum wage mm-hmm. at that time was this is like twenty eighteen or twenty eighteen two thousand eight. Imagine twenty eighteen. I got my first job. Um, two thousand eight. <laughs> um, so like it was like dang I can't remember like seven something seven fifty eight dollars yeah so they yeah. were paying like twelve dollars so like yeah you know, oh shoot you yeah, know, yeah like I go in there as like a sixteen and a half year old I'm like oh shit I'm making twelve dollars nice that's in bank yeah. yeah no yeah I I, I would say like uh, I think even just kind of hearing your stories right like you said it, it probably wasn't like the worst experience ever but the, like the bad things are pretty bad like especially the uh, the customers as a whole, uh, uh, like, like you said, we're, we're sort of like a bad experience about fast food. So kind of like taking that into consideration also with like already my preconceived notions about fast food when I, when I was first kind of like looking for jobs, um, I did apply to them, right? Like different fast food jobs, but I, I was, uh, as bad as Walmart was, I, I, I was lucky to, to land the, the retail job first. Um, if I had to do it all again, I would probably stay away from fast food still though. I, I just feel like I, you know, more power to, you know, to you and, and to all those brave folks out there who could, uh, tough it out as a first job. Or if, you know, if, if, if it's just kind of like a, a down area or if you're going back to school full time, right. And you just need like any job to kind of kickstart you to more power to you if you do it. But I, I would probably, I would probably, uh, go no on, on my end for fast food. Um, let me see. So the next one, if you had to do it all over again, retail, would you do a retail job as an entry level position as an 18 year old? Yeah, retail. I mean, I actually worked retail, so um, it wasn't too bad. It was it was a, mm-hmm. a cool little cool little um, couple years there in retail. Um, not the people aren't as mean as they are in fast food. I just think fast food, they treat you like shit straight up. Yeah. You know, I try. That's why when I go in there, I try to be respectful. But again, when I ask you for ketchup three different times and you bring me a bag without ketchup, like, yeah, I'm going to be a little upset. So, yeah, Um, yeah. (laughs) But retail, retail was cool. Um, It's 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 different. Um, Like the the way people treat you, people just like always want to bargain. Like, you know, they they would come in and want to buy something that had like a price tag on it and they want to bargain with you. Like, oh, like. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, like people actually do this. Like, uh, yeah. I don't want to get into like what types of people, as far as like age and and gender and race and stuff. But there are a specific <laughs> type of people that come in there and they try to bargain with you, like it's a swap meet. And so <laughs> it was kind of interesting, but um, definitely yeah. I would do I would do retail again. The hours suck though. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, like the days yeah. and then like the shifts, they kind of suck. But mm-hmm. it's weird because I would, I mean, I, I would, yes, I would say yes if I had to start over. I would do retail as well because in my mind, I'm like, I'm trying to think of all my experiences. Even Walmart, that's kind of technically could count, but I was a cart pusher, so I, I never really made it up to the re- retail positions. Um, one time I worked at like an, another place that was technically just all like it was a clothing store for the most part. But even then I was just like a maintenance person, right? This was like when I was like 19 and, and uh, or 20. And uh, and so that wasn't even like a retail position. But if I had to start over, I, I definitely would say yes to that as well. It just feels like, like you said, it's not like constant bad customers, like, like how it could probably be in fast food, I would imagine. But it's more of like the customers really would only ever get angry if it gets you know like it's not like they enter the store angry most of the times if that that makes sense um i don't know they um, have a whole website devoted to the people of walmart so oh yeah walmart's (laughs) a different beast though so yeah 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 walmart is a different beast and and yeah yeah definitely (laughs) and you know no no, there's a no shade to there's a question that everybody's wondering right now because you know we all shop at walmart like I don't shop exactly. as, yeah, at Walmart as much as I did in the past. Like now I'm like, you know, Target or just buy things online. And um, yeah, I didn't boycott Target because it's just hard to boycott Target. Like they have so many different <laughs> things, you know. It's a good store. It, it's, nice yeah. Store. They got a Starbucks in there and, you know, like so. Yeah. But I think everybody wants to know why does Walmart always only have like two cashiers open? Oh, yeah, that's. What is yeah, the what I, is I the reasoning the answer. behind that? Well, what I think it is, what I think it is, is Walmart is probably, from experience at working there, Walmart is probably too, um, cheap by personality, as an entity. If that makes sense, they're probably too cheap to want to pay multiple cashiers per time blocks if that makes sense so i kind of like you know like i i i use like 17 extra words than necessary but basically i I just don't think they want to pay multiple cashiers per shift to to be working at the same time which doesn't make sense because it would make you know the experience way better for the customer but i think that's what it is i just know just knowing from you know this is again this is a long time ago this is what i worked there from like 2008 as well right like Mm -hmm. way way back then so um yeah, I think that that's kind of my best guess. They're they're just kind of too cheap by design and by per, by company personality to want to pay them. Sounds about right. I had a professor yeah. one time, um, and and I don't know if you can remember this, if you can think back, but uh, he was just mm-hmm. talking about how Walmart, like in the break rooms, would have signs that talk about you know if if you hear anybody trying to unionize, let your manager know. Like I know <laughs> they were really against unions. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if you can remember seeing any signs like that or how the vibe was, you know, when it came to that stuff. Yeah. You know what? I don't think I've ever seen any like, oh, anti union signs, but it's, I definitely didn't know what a union was until after I left Walmart. So that's for sure. So there's definitely never any mention of, of, of unions. Um, like every, every job that I've worked recently now, um, dare I say, every amazing job I've ever had, like recently, um, unions is kind of like one of the first things that are brought up as we're being onboarded right um and uh and just to kind of let us know like hey here's an option if you want to join this union it's meant for this right whether it be schools whether it be like other companies that have this but um 
Um, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, there, I, I didn't even know what a union was until I, I left Walmart. So that, that sounds about right. Nice. But um, let's see. So for the next one, um, if you had to start it, uh, restart uh, entry level position as an eighteen year old, would you do warehouse work? Would you work in a warehouse? Oh man, I don't know if I could. Like, I, I, I wouldn't. Um, I don't know. I, I, I would probably say no. Like, just thinking about my personality when I was like eighteen, you know, nineteen, <laughs> I was pretty lazy, you know. So. I probably, you know, couldn't do the warehouse thing. That's like, you know, Monday through Friday, like probably six in the morning or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They it's did, like they did get, yeah. again, they got paid pretty well compared to like, you know, mm-hmm. a minimum wage job. I think they were getting paid, you know, $16 or, you know, somewhere 14 yeah. to $16 when the minimum wage was like eight or $9. So, mm-hmm. um, but I probably wouldn't. Yeah. For my sanity. <laughs> no, I respect that. I respect that. Um, I would probably say yes now, knowing what I know now, but I think you made a good point of, uh, at the time I was kind of afraid of warehouses in the sense that, you know, like I would always hear it from family and friends like, Oh, you know, sure. You could go work at a warehouse. Right. Especially like, you know, like where it's kind of like the, the whole, like maybe it's a Mexican culture thing or where it's like, Oh, if, if you don't go to college then you know, you better get a job. Right. Um, and so for me, the whole, you better get a job was like, oh man, they're probably telling me to go to work at McDonald's then or work at a warehouse. And so like, I kind of like stigmatized it or put like a stereotype on it, like in my own mind, like unfairly. And so like in my mind, I'm like, oh dang, like, you know, I, I think the idea that they're trying to teach me is that if you go to a warehouse and work there, then you're that's all you're going to ever do. And like, it's going to be like hell on your body. But um, so I was kind of, I was kind of like, just like operating on like stereotypes as an 18 year old, like thinking back at it. But knowing what I know now, now I probably would do it knowing that like if, if I was working in a warehouse and school, that probably would have paid like I probably would have been able to like make a, a grip of money as a student and like, you know, like saved up a bunch and and stuff like that. Um, and I would just make sure not to like work too many years in a row at a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just got so to be careful not to get comfortable on the body. On the body, right? So that way it doesn't like tax the body too much. But then again, like knowing what I know now, I'm sure I wouldn't be like, you know, like just like freaking, you know, crumping like a dumbass, like while like moving boxes and stuff, like, you know, throwing my back out. But um, there's a funny, yeah, you never know. There's a funny video. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's, I think it's at Walmart actually. And they're, Mm -hmm. they're like in a boom and the, the guy's like going to the top shelf to like get a big box and the box is like on him Mm -hmm. and he's bending backwards and he's like, yeah, like screaming, like, oh, like it's it's a very funny video like i'll have to put um the link for it in the in the show notes because it's 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 a very interesting video but you know i think a a warehouse job my brother does warehouse right now and um he's he's 20 and um, he's doing a warehouse job right now and um, i think it works for him he's a introvert i mean he's so introverted that he doesn't even talk to himself um, <laughs> so I think it works for him cause he just goes in there. He actually does like, uh, it's like pharmaceutical stuff. So he puts nice. together, um, like medicine and, and ships it out. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't remember if he had to go through a background test or anything, but, um, he works in the low level drug area, not the, not the very expensive <laughs> narcotics, you know, the opi- opioids, opioids. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's like yeah. he's like stealing it. From See, the Steven's about to get a bunch of DMs right now. Like, hey, you hook me up. Yeah, or? Hook me up. Yeah, nah, he doesn't do that. I, he fulfills <laughs> orders. I don't know for what. I don't remember, but 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess it would be good if you're an introvert, you know, and you just want to kind of keep to yourself. Right. Yeah. Play to your strengths. That's good. Um, let's see. For this next one, would you do is like if you had to start over as an 18 year old entry level job, would you do sales? Would you be a salesperson? Yeah, if I had the personality, if you have the personality, I think it's it's beneficial because especially if you make yeah. commission, like you can make pretty good money as a salesperson. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would I would say yeah. yeah. I don't think I had that personality when I was eighteen. I don't think I mm. I flourish and blossomed into the person I am today until I was like twenty five, twenty four, mm-hmm. twenty five. I I think like, and this is probably for everybody, we go through chapters in our life, but I think like now today, I'm like the person I'm going to be for the rest of my life. I mean, I'll still kind of evolve, obviously, as my kids get older and I experience Mm -hmm. different things, but my personality back then, I probably, I probably could do sales. Like I I didn't have the, I didn't have the chops for it. Yeah. No, I respect that. I respect that. Um, It's so funny because like um, as an 18 year old, like, um looking back at it i probably would i would say yes like in the past like oh yeah you know just because i was always kind of told like again from families from friends kind of society tells me that like oh sales people make a lot of money right but now looking back at it is like i kind of have the opposite uh perspective or answer to it i would say no like if i had a restart i would probably rather do like you know retail or uh warehouse work over sales because now I just kind of see like the BS, the BSing in sales. And I'm just like, ah, so it, it's, I'm conflicted because there's a lot of valuable skills from being like a good salesperson or, you know, like having sales skills could, could help, um, you know, just even in our current jobs. Right. Uh, sometimes, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I, w- I would have to say no, knowing what I know now for some odd reason, but yeah, I can't. And then uh, I can't. Oh, Okay. So, quick story. I was probably yeah. like 18 or 19. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I got a I got this letter in the mail from this company called Cutco. Um they mm-hmm. they were knives like they sold knives. Oh nice. And I said, "Oh, yeah. like come in for this like job like uh, presentation and like, you know, you can start as soon as the presentation's over. We'll give you everything you need." You know, you had to be a salesperson to, you know, go out there and sell these knives. I thought it was like mm-hmm. really cool. But then when I went through the presentation, it was like, like you had to like, I can't remember if you had to pay some money up front or you had to do something. It was just very shady, weird. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, this just seems like a scam. Like, I'm not going to yeah, waste my yeah. time. Like, because you didn't get paid hourly. You only got paid by selling the knives. So I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like 18, 19. I don't have connections. Like. I'm not going to go door to door and sell these knives. Like I just, that sounds like a waste of time. And yeah. so like, what's funny is like two years later, one of my uh, friends was like, Hey, yeah, like I, I sell these Cutco knives. And <laughs> I just like, Oh yeah, <laughs> hey, that's cool, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, awesome, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, so. Those, those pyramid schemes. I remember I, uh, th- I was kind of like in transition between uh, uh, job to job. Uh, and I had an, like uh, an interview of a job where, it was it was well disguised because nowadays, like I think a lot of us in society can sniff out a pyramid scheme company pretty easily, mm-hmm. right? So for you know, like long story short, pyramid scheme being you know there's a guy at the top or a girl at the top, 
um, they have like they hire two people under them, and then the person at the top makes a little bit of commission, right, or or money off of the the sales that the people under them make, and it just goes there and there and there, right? Like those two people have five people under them; those five people have ten people under them, and so it is kind of the pyramid, right? Right? You kind of see the pyramid aspect in that, and so. I remember I, I even back then I was I was able to sniff those out pretty well, but again, like just like I don't know whether it was society, family, or friends, always kind of like I would always hear that um, real estate being like a real estate agent or selling houses or like whatever it was like a good job, and um, and so I don't know how I made the connection, but I found this company and I applied and I got like an interview. And it was kind of like, oh, this is kind of like, you know, like I have to go to L.A. to take this test to even do this job. Right. So this should be legit. But it ended up being like a life insurance mm-hmm. company type of thing. Right. And so you have to sell life insurance. So I was like, OK, well, life insurance is a thing. Right. So I'm all thinking, you know, like this should be legit. And sure enough, it's just like when, when I went to the interview, it was kind of not even an interview. It was just kind of like a very early on. They, they, Yeah, it was a presentation. And very early on, they basically told me that I got the job. But I just got to pass this. uh this almost like a bar exam like test <laughs> some in a city building in LA. Yeah. Right. And, um, oh, and dude, my, my, sounds sketchy my, yeah, yeah. My dumb ass failed it twice, dude. And like, so anyways, uh, they're like, no, no, take it again. So, take it again. You'll pass. Yeah. yeah. And no <laughs> lie. They, they kept kind of like, they kept calling back and like, well, I mean, you know, yeah, if you, you know, go ahead and take it again. But I was like, that's how I was like, no, but I remember at the interview too, or at the kind of thing where they're kind of like debriefing me. Oh yeah. You would be like, set like uh you know like scouting people or like trying to sell life insurance to people you know th- this company name had like the word america in it so yeah, it was like america like, yeah yeah right yeah. No, not, not even that one but yeah. but that's like that's already a red flag right, right. so it's like <laughs> so it was like america something like uh like uh, america life or you know you just it was yeah. like just looking back at it, it that should have been a red flag uh, uh like alone right when it comes to like that's funny. life insurance or a pyramid scheme type thing but long story short um it was kind of the end of that interview or or like you know kind of discussion where i had a good feeling throughout and then for some reason something told me to ask like wait a second actually like because he kept saying like oh yeah any other questions any other questions i had you know like a couple questions right Mm -hmm. and then i was like oh actually um and and what's the difference between like this and a pyramid scheme i don't know what told me to like i don't know what in me like told me to ask that but i just remember when they were when he was answering it like he kind of had a smile on his face and he, I don't remember like, what the hell he said. Get the fuck out! But yeah, yeah, but exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get out of my building, Get out of my office now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I can't, I can't even remember what the hell he said. But I just remember it just didn't make any sense. Like, and so that's that was kind of like the dead giveaway too. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm just not gonna. Do you? I'm gonna go ahead and like leave this alone. Do you remember like uh, a couple years ago, maybe like two years ago? Uh, might have been before COVID, where like Instagram yeah. was like people were doing like pyramid schemes on Instagram. They're like, oh, like have four friends send you a hundred dollars, and then they'll get four friends to send them a hundred dollars, and like mm-hmm. you like it gave you like a template, and like you would fill it out with people. <laughs> it was so dumb, dude. Like, no, way. I'm sure some people made money off of it because obviously, it's, yeah, it's yeah. A, you know, it was it was a freaking pyramid scheme. It was like, like a trend. Yeah, it was a trend. Yeah. But like, like why would That's you wild. do that? Like, oh, just give a hundred dollars to this person, and then find two other people to give you a hundred like i'm like oh my gosh like really like for no reason no yeah that's wild but um but yeah i had i had one last one on the list here yeah before we could like kind of like wrap up for today 
Um, so yeah, last last one. If once again the question, right? If you had to sort of restart as an eighteen year old and and, uh, and find that first job, right, right out of high school. Um, and for this last one, this will probably be like if we were eighteen year olds today, like in twenty twenty three, because of the type of job. Would you do those commissions slash Gen Z independent contractor type jobs like Uber, Uber Eats, think like DoorDash, think like any like app job, right? Where you could kind of download an app, think like Amazon Flex, right? Download an app and you report to the Amazon warehouse and then you kind of like deliver packages like on your own schedule. Um, if you were 18 today looking for your first job, would you would you do that? Yeah, I would. It seems very it seems very flexible with your schedule. And, like, you can work as much or as little as you want. Um, so, like, you can literally just, when you're not in school or not doing whatever, you know, go and just work. So, yeah, no, I would definitely do it. I know that wasn't around when we were 18. Yeah. We right. Had to, we had to actually get, like, a physical brick-and-mortar job. But, um, no, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I would definitely do it. Yeah. No, yeah, and exactly, right? Like, like when we were 18, those versions of the jobs, like, you would probably have to get some sort of, like, uh, pass some sort of license test be- to become a driver or a food delivery driver right or you would have to like uh go through what like taxi companies would probably be the only version of that when we were 18 so it was like it was like you kind of had to go through like you said the brick and mortar or mm-hmm. the actual like company yeah but yeah um yeah and i i think this is probably an easy answer for me because i, I still kind of in, in my transition of like part-time to full-time with, with my current career i'm still kind of like adding on uber eats hours like on top of my my teaching schedules so um so in a weird way i almost want to say if i was an 18 year old now i would want to try to find um like a a job where i have to fill out like a uh you know like an employee packet so i could get that job experience for my resume first but like let's just say if if i only looked out a part-time retail position right Mm mm-hmm and and I, I still had like a good 10 to 15 hours a week that I could still be working. I think that's where like Uber Eats and like these Amazon Flex jobs and all these like app Gen Z jobs. Yeah. I think that's where the advantage lies, where you could kind of like supplement whatever part-time hours you're getting at a current job with these like hours that you could really work like whenever you want, even though there are like hot zone hours, like hot time hours where they, um, you get like a lot more work, if that makes sense. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I would do it. I think it's cool too because you can get a regular, like I don't want to say regular job, but you can get like a, mm-hmm. you know, a daytime job or whatever, like a traditional job. Yeah, and then do this on the side and get more money. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like for us, yes. we didn't have that option. Like we'd have to either get two like part time, you know, traditional jobs, you know, work at two different fast mm-hmm. food places or two different, you know, like retail jobs. Um, mm-hmm. Where today, like you have that flexibility to do your job, like your regular job. And then on the side, if you want to make a little extra cash, you can go do one of these, you know, gig jobs, um, you know, on your own time. And for as long as you want, you know, you're not like stuck there. Like, dang, I got to work a four hour shift or whatnot. So. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And, and more power to those people who could work these like, uh, you know, like, 2020s uh like decades type of uh uber jobs or whatever as a full-time thing right like i i just can't like more power to you but it's wild because sometimes it's like hit or miss too like from from like the times that i've driven lyft like years and years ago and like the the little bit of uber eats that i do now it can be hit or miss where like some days it's like 
you make like so much bank because of the amount of trips you make or the tips that they give you on those trips. But then other days it's kind of like, all right, I'm ready to work like a full day today. Mm -hmm. And then you're just kind of sitting in a parking lot for an hour, hour and a half. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go home and submit some job applications (laughs) because you kind of don't want to like waste the whole day like missing Mm -hmm. in that hit or miss aspect, if that makes sense. But real quick before we sign sign off, one of my favorite uh, memories is um, and it's funny because it happened. It happened in the same day. Um, Lex and I, we went to downtown Pomona and we took an Uber or Lyft. I can't remember. (laughs) And so the guy that picks us up is like hardcore Cholo, like just like a fool, like fool's gone wild. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're, we're on our way to downtown Pomona and he just like, we're, you know, you ask your Uber driver. It's always funny because you always ask him like, oh, like you you do this full time, part time, like how's your day going and all that, you know, random BS. But he like, and I think we were like out at bars too, so we were we were on a good one, right? Like on the way back. And well, this was this was on the way there. This one because he's not the same guy that on the way back. And I'm gonna talk about the the story on the way back. We'll talk about both trips, yeah. But he looked he looked and he's like, "Hey, you fools ever been to prison?" And like Lex, like Lex is like you know whitewash like me, and we're like, "Nah, like I've never been to prison." Lex's like, "Nah, like I've never been to prison." He goes, "Ah, you fools are squares." <laughs> <laughs> we're like what the hell yeah, like yeah. well because we didn't go to prison we're we're boring people or we're like god damn it. exactly but uh on the way back you know we have some uh you know some mexican dude and he's talking to us in spanish and lex is we're on a good one already right we we drank pretty good and um we're on a good one and lex is just having a casual conversation and you know lex happens to tell him oh yeah like i do live too and you know like i do all this and so as soon as we pull up to lex's house the guy's like oh yeah hey let me show you my like let me show you my my setup and everything he goes to the <laughs> back and he shows like lex like all these like cleaning supplies and like his like whole getup of like snacks and things he has for lift and they were just like it was legit they were just having like a full he told on. me where to get everything too yeah, as well yeah so shout out to that guy for like looking out yeah. for 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 the homie but, yeah uh, and i and yeah and i i speak like I like to say like, or, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of more of a, a modern realization that I realize that I'm kind of more of a gringo, like Mexican American where like I speak Spanglish, but anytime I have like some, some drinks in me, I speak like the most perfect Spanish I've ever like spoken in my life. So Steven was just like watching me in, in this, uh, this, uh, oh, Mexican God. Uber driver, I believe he was, uh, just speak like, just like longest Spanish conversation back and forth. And yeah, we were all like, uh, like, like Steven said, when we parked, he was just showing me like. Oh yeah, I mean, I, like this is where I get all these uh, like cleaning supplies, blah blah. I, I usually get them at this store. I think one of them was Walmart. Mm-hmm. He's telling me another store, and it's like, oh yeah, this works really well. Like just in case if any customers ever throw up in your backseat, right? Like he just, he just had like every single thing on lock, and I was like, man, this, this guy's got like the the Iron Man of like Uber supplies in his trunk. Like so he could well. he could create a like uh, PDF like uh, how to be an Uber driver yeah. or how to make a hundred grand your first yeah. year or something and sell that online and probably right. make more money. Yeah, no, he was a pro. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> yeah, was good dude, good dude. Right, right, definitely. But uh, but yeah, good times. First jobs. Yeah. So Lex, <sighs> let the people know where uh they can find us on uh, social media. Yeah, definitely. So you could definitely find us on TikTok at the awkward side hug on TikTok. So at the awkward side hug, we'll post uh, a lot of episode clips, some some you know funny clips, and then uh, just updates in general. So please follow us on TikTok. Um, also, please like the episode, review the episode, please share the episode, and subscribe. I'm Steven. 
With me as always is Lex, and we hope that your first jobs weren't as bad as ours. We'll see you on the next one.